How to advance your SEO career in a challenging in-house environment with Anne Berlin. The In Search SEO podcast is brought to you by Rank Ranger, the all-in-one SEO platform that helps skill your business through data and analytics. Hey, it's David. There have been many challenges over the last few years that have impacted SEO careers. So how do you advance your SEO career in a challenging in-house environment? That's what we're discussing today with a lady who began her career as a social science methodologist. And data hygiene has been the thread through her 15 plus years in website development and digital growth strategy. She's currently Senior Technical SEO at Lumar. A warm welcome to the InSearch SEO podcast and Berlin. Thanks for having me, David. Well, thanks for coming on, Anne. You can find Anne over at lumar.io. So, big question of the day, Anne. Why Lumar instead of Deep Crawl? Well, I will say that in my heart, it will always be Deep Crawl. And I think <laughs> a lot of power users of the enterprise crawler feel the same way. But from a SaaS growth perspective, the company is expanding the platform beyond purely tech SEO applications to accessibility and web health oversight, dashboarding, things that are a little bit more accessible to a more generalist audience. And as we wanted to go in to target CMOs, directors of marketing, PPC, you know, other arms that re- relate to SEO but don't have that deep technical experience, uh, they wanted to work with a name that had more of a broader appeal. Deep Crawl can have a bit of a black hat SEO, you know, cybersecurity type of connotation that wasn't resonating with the larger audience. So, Interesting. Thanks for sharing. Well, we're not majoring on branding today, of course, but uh, <laughs> it's good just to ask um, questions as they pop up. Uh, we're talking more about SEO careers. So what challenges would you say that in-house SEOs are facing with career development at the moment? Well, you know, this topic has been near to my heart in the last several weeks in particular, just looking at the ways that successive layoffs and leadership changes have made the in-house SEO's job particularly tense and frustrating in this economic moment. I'm not an in-house, but have spent most of my career as an in-house. So I'm currently, you know, taking my stint as an agency consultant. And so I have particular visibility into the dynamics of senior in-house SEOs at, uh, you know, companies of a variety of size and verticals. I think what's driving the challenge is this push to attach revenue goals to SEO investments and initiatives which pulls my stakeholders away from getting to spend time on the the research and the strategy and the tactics that that got us into this field in the first place. So so do you think that um, certain SEO activities should have revenue goals next to it, but certain SEO activities shouldn't have revenue goals next to it? (laughs) Well, I think the answer is, that all operational activities need to have revenue goals attached to them. As an SEO, I definitely have a penchant for site hygiene and recognize in myself that I have 
a bit of an OCD attitude towards a very clean site that is perfect in every way, even if some of those improvements don't have short-term measurable improvements for SEO. And that is part of navigating how to be an in-house SEO is how do you set aside your your personal desire to have the cleanest possible crawl and the cleanest possible audit for focusing on what's going to measurably improve conversion. But I think having to project specific incremental revenue in advance of doing SEO could get in the way of revenue growth. So how do you explain that to business leaders? I think that's a, a big challenge uh, that many in-house SEOs are facing right now is that there is a expectation from the top that no, uh, you know, to defend existing SEO budgets and headcount and say, what have you done for me lately? And that can be a hard place to ideate strategically and come up with bold initiatives from. So if you're an SEO that um, is mid-level, manager level in a company, but looking to climb the ladder, looking to go to some kind of director or head of type level, and perhaps you're a little bit concerned about the fact that you won't be quite as actively involved in doing all the things you love to do as an SEO on a day-to-day basis, is it worthwhile making that move? And also, if you do make that move, how, how do you build the skill set required to do the different tasks required? That's, I think, uh, a great question. Uh, many folks, I think, want to advance their careers in order to support their personal goals or their family's needs, and then find that, you know, and this isn't isolated to just SEO, but find that as they move up the ladder in their career, the tactics and daily activities uh, that brought them into that career become a smaller and smaller part of their day. And managing up and sitting in meetings and um, putting together impact reports becomes a larger and larger part. So, Are firms getting better at providing training to people that are significantly changing the roles like that? I have not seen that to be the case, no. But there is a very active community of SEOs. The community of SEOs in, in various Slack communities and forums on Reddit and as, as well as on LinkedIn and, and through platforms such as this, where there is environment of mutually lifting each other up. So I think there are ways to upskill ourselves to, to make that transition that don't necessarily have to come directly from our HR department. I think it is much more a personal reckoning, though, you know. How do I shift from looking at large data sets and figuring out how to query an API and focus with gratitude and enjoyment on the difficult task of building long-term trust-driven relationships with colleagues across the aisle and um, figuring out how to attach ourselves to, to the projects that do have momentum? It's, it's as much of a project of personal personal maturation as it is anything else. 
Yeah, that's interesting. It sounds like a twofold approach then. It sounds like educating yourself on the different skill set required to be an upper level operator within whatever, whatever business you're in, to be able to talk to directors um, in a language that they prefer. But it also sounds like, as you mentioned, having the, the maturity, having the developed personality to be able to relate with people in a, in, a, in a different way. And I certainly love your idea of reaching out to a fellow community of SEOs and seeing what kind of challenges that they're going through as well. I guess in the ideal world, also, but also nice to um, reach out to a community of um, maybe managers or people that already have the skill set you're looking to develop yourself. Yeah, I think that makes sense. It's sort of building an aspirational community in in that sense, untethering a bit from the community of entry and mid-level individual contributors and moving into the community space of strategic leaders and uh, operational managers. Bridging both worlds, I think, could could be hard. But the idea that I had for this particular uh, talk is more around small things that we can continue to incorporate in our day as we face this longer challenge of dealing with the tensions of um, advancing our career and losing the bits of being an individual contributor that drew us into the career to begin with so that we can find some levity, some positivity, some joy, so that we can cut through the frustration. You know, I hear a lot from clients these days, and we were talking before we we kicked off about how this is sort of maybe always been the nature of the industry and everything comes around again, but, you know, I hear a lot of how difficult it is to get buy-in for new SEO initiatives or how... It's an uphill battle to get the dev team to implement any, you know, larger technical fixes. And um, that can be a frustrating environment in which to have creative thought and uh, have a growth mindset. It's certainly a different set of challenges that SEOs have to face nowadays, or perhaps even an additional set of challenges. And one word that um, I kept feeling when you were articulating your thoughts on the the skills of enjoying what you're doing. Um, I was hearing be present, be, be present in what you're doing and actually try your your best to, to find joy in it, even if it's not necessarily what you initially wanted to do, perhaps as a way to develop joy in doing something that will assist you achieve the final outcome that you want to achieve. I think that's lovely. Yes, I think that's a great way to summarize my thinking here. And I think a couple of examples there. If we're thinking about this environment of difficulty or challenge, and rather than constantly trying to push upstream and find a way to get the resources to implement the project that you think would move the needle, where it is, there's just no buy-in. Rather than that, can we pivot and find the initiatives that are resourced, find the projects that are supported, and figure out how to attach ourselves to those so that we 
get that gratification of being part of a project that's moving and add our expertise or SEO thinking as part of contributing? Or can we find time to mentor and train so that you know, finding the ability with my junior colleagues to set aside an hour and say, hey, I just figured out how to query this API and it's been helpful. Let me share my screen and walk you through how I did that. And then they think you're a magician. You know, there are ways that we can continue to advance the organization and and enjoy ourselves. I loved what you you touched upon there, actually, and um, finding the budget that exists elsewhere in the organization. Because I think many... SEOs will be thinking, okay, um, it's my job to come up with a strategy of how to achieve SEO success, um, doing certain things, and then actually uh, approaching upper decision makers about getting a budget to do what I want to do. But actually, if there are probably other people in the organization, maybe other content marketing teams, people in social teams, perhaps even email teams who have a budget, maybe outreach teams who have that budget and will be thinking to themselves, what are we going to do to actually use this budget? And it's by simply having those conversations with people, you can find out what their goals are, what their challenges are, and hopefully use SEO to assist them. Mm -hmm. And the SEO skill set is very wide ranging. We understand data. We understand conversion rate optimization and we understand what Google's looking for and the knowledge graph. There are not just a discrete set of skills in SEO that only apply to SEO, but we can be valuable with teams that are looking at onboarding a new CMS platform. You know, with teams that are working on web performance or tech tech Tech, uh, addressing tech debt, figuring out how to improve the user experience. I think SEOs can find a way to plug into those initiatives and add value. And even if it's just on the margins, showing up to a project that has momentum and saying, I've got skills and time, how can you use me, can be personally rewarding <laughs> and also start to show that you're a good organizational citizen and then you will be thought of later if there is opportunity and trusted and that's the the slow game winning the slow game love it and obviously if you're used to working in a large organization you'll be used to having one-on-ones with people either your own team or people above you as well and there's that opportunity to have a think about how using seo can help um, other departments. I think you mentioned CRM or there are other marketing related, not even necessarily marketing, but could be technical, could be customer facing teams that um, you could assist in some way. So maybe having some sort of idea about how you can assist with them and then arranging a one-on-one with them and don't approach it in a manner that you've got to sell your idea to them. It's all about listening, first of all, isn't it? And then seeing if what you can offer is suitable at that moment in time. I find it's really effective to say, oh, you know what? I read a really cool tutorial about that recently. Or I found an interesting conversation about that in this thread. And share it and show that you are part of this community of knowledge, that you are an active learner, and that this sharing of geeking out over how to build and maintain websites can be a fruitful common ground for relationship that you can build on later to, you know, find 
alignment to get some of your SEO initiatives moving again. I wanted to come back also to what we talked about at the top, where me with my, you know, what we're, what we're calling sort of the OCD for site hygiene, a big part of my advancement and transformation is moving from, I've got to hand over this 40 page audit. I want to tell you everything I found on this site that could be improved to really curating recommendations, ruthlessly prioritizing, setting aside my personal desire to fix every problem, to only really surfacing the ones that I have a high degree of confidence are going to move the needle on conversion. I think that that's part of that professional maturity is learning to be okay that some things are always going to be maybe broken, but <laughs> let's focus on just a few. Yeah, I love it. That, that, that's that's a real sense of maturity. And I think um, a real reason why, even though as an agency SEO, you just love working with different clients and like working in the fast moving world of agencies, it's sometimes a good idea to work in-house as well and get that experience of moving things along slowly uh, and understanding that, that that people management and what you have to do to to get buy-in from from key areas. I think that's brilliant. That is the name of the game. Like you said, win at the slow game and find ways to keep your love of SEO alive and find joy in the little things along the way through mentorship and relationship building. Super. Well, let's finish off with the Pareto Pickle. So Pareto says that you can get 80% of your results from 20% of your efforts. What's one SEO activity that you would recommend that provides incredible results for modest levels of effort? Well, tech SEO is my love. And so I'm going to go with a tech SEO play. I think that there are incredibly easy wins to be found in crawl budget optimization on large sites in particular. If you go into your crawl stats report and you find that there's a file type or a site section that's getting uh, an inordinate amount of attention, repeat crawling and crawl volume, that isn't part of your priority for transactions or indexation, and you find a way to disallow or no index and um, pivot Googlebot's attention away from that area, page indexation often increases. So that's a low effort, high reward. I've been your host, David Bain. You can find Anne Berlin over at lumar.io. And thanks so much for being on the Insert SEO podcast. I enjoyed it. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Check out all the previous episodes and sign up for a free trial of the Rank Ranger platform over at rankranger.com.